Right, welcome to episode nine. I think I've lost count at the moment of the No Balls Cricket podcast. It is, it is episode nine, yes. Carry on. There we go. We we remember these things, actually. It's yeah. embedded in our minds. Uh, so we always forget who has to do the intros. I'm just going to make it very clear this time. Um, I've been called respected journalist, former respected journalist, disrespected journalist, whatever. Right now, the only thing that matters is that India's new star batsman and I were born in the same city. So so we, so I, no, I'm talking about Ishan Kishan, fellow Patna boy. <laughs> achha, achha, that's achha, what you have oh, to oh, That's yeah, what you have to remember for my oh, for everyone oh, else. Oh, okay. Let me let me introduce you to Sidhan Pradhan, also known as Dinesh Karthik's biggest fan, and Ian Jagan, also known as Carlos Brathwaite's biggest fan. <laughs> so, that's achha, it. So you, that's it. You never do an introductions again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> shots fired to begin with. Hi guys, welcome back to the. Oh, podcast. Sid is also known known as Sid Str- What Sid Stradamus for being shit at predictions? Uh, yeah, I think Ian has a few. That. I think Ian Sid, has a few other. Sid Stradamus, Mona Lisa. Oh yeah, and the for moaning about for moaning about thinking other people are moaning. I just actually moan about anything. He just assumed that I was moaning about something, so he called me moaner. Because you assumed that I was moaning about something when I wasn't. You're always so, moaning about something. You started, so you started moaning about that. Hello, hello, first. hello. Back to the show, guys. <laughs> right. Um, uh, anyway, moaning aside, um, not that kind of moaning. <laughs> we have to be serious. Um, right. Um, on the show today, um, we'll first, of course, get through with our roundup. And then after that, we will cover the... Um, with West Indies Sri Lanka series, which for which Ian has a Bazinga shirt on, because he's <laughs> do a very big. I told you so. I I can feel it coming later in the show. Anyway, we'll begin with the there roundup. Right. So, um, as you all know, India, the India women and South Africa women have been having a, a, a an ODI series. It's been a back and forth series so far. In um, South Africa won the most recent match. Which, uh, after, despite the fact that Poonam Roth has been in great form, uh, Arvindpreet Kaur played a great innings in, in that to set up a what looked like a tricky target, but South Africa chased it down pretty easily. Um, what else has happened in cricket? Oh yes, we were talking about the Vijay Hazare Trophy last time. Mm-hmm. So Prithvi Shaw finally ran out of form in that he only scored seventy three runs this time or seventy something runs <laughs> in the final, but that was enough. And thank thanks to my namesake Aditya Tare. Uh, hitting a century, Mumbai did win that trophy against uh, against Karnataka. Uh, sorry, against UP in the final. Um, back to back. There's actually a great, yes, back to back. There's actually a great interview with uh, um, Ramesh Pawar, and who's the Mumbai coach. Obviously, his last coaching assignment was a fairly controversial one because he was the India women's coach and had a bit of a spat with uh, Mitali Raj then. But he has bounced back. He's done a good job with the with the Mumbai team, and and you should read that interview on Cricket Info. Um, am I missing anything when it comes to cricket? Uh, no. Oh yes, the before we the move most on important. To, before no, the we most move important on to that, part. before we move on to that, I just want to factually correct something. The South Africa women have actually won the one day series against India. Um, they they went three one up. Um, so the last two games, oh, they but, won, the series, won this. but the series is not over, nah. That's all. There's one game left. The series is over. They won the series, but the ah, series but... is not over. 
anyway anyway uh, anyway for point being okay, they won the second your your, your your correction has been noted basically what happened was they so let's just i'll just run through that quickly before we move on to the, to the main event of the round up um the sarfans won the first game lost the second one won the third on a duck with on the duck with lewis method um yeah. and then won the fourth one chasing down 270 odd um so well done to them disappointing for india obviously but yeah yeah um, moving moving uh, i didn't just i didn't the wrong up um there was a pretty nice match with afghanistan and zimbabwe oh yeah perfect. i was going to get to that um, Sean Williams, Sean Williams played a nice innings. Um, he ended up with a hundred plus. Uh, I think a number nine, nearly, number nine batsman. Yeah, Terpano. and nearly made Afghanistan, Afghanistan re- regret making Zimbabwe follow on. Um, yeah, we would have. And given that this happened around the same time of year as that famous India-Australia match, we would have been inundated with comparisons and pieces and whatnot. And whatnot. But thankfully, Afghanistan didn't do in Australia. They won the match. Also, Rashid um, yeah. Khan, 11 wickets, sorry, 12 wickets in the game. Yeah. yeah. Ashmatullah Shahi, the first Afghani to make a double 100. Yes. Um, and someone got a... Uh, who, who got a century also in that match? I'm forgetting. Uh, Askar Afghan, the captain. Yes. Captain century from Askar Afghan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that actually... Uh, so, I mean, I don't think it was on TV for most of us, but it turned out to be a fairly thrilling test match. And, yeah, of course, yeah, uh, yeah. sealed this... Yeah, yeah I saw the, a few highlights from that match, and it was an interesting something that actually happened. Um, the number ten or eleven Zimbabwe batsman hit the ball towards the boundary, and um, just to keep, just to keep the the other batsman off a strike, they they let the ball go um, for four. Like he actually, the ball stopped a few inches from the rope, so that Van player went over the rope and held the ball in his hand at that point, <laughs> just to make it go. go Fair to be called a four, and I think he was actually fined for yeah, it. Yeah, they got fined for that. That's like full Lagan style, you know, when he kicks the ball over. I was literally going to say, I've yeah. never seen this apart from in Lagan. Yeah, he actually yeah. did that. So that was yeah. that was something much. Uh, e, can uh, I ask you before we move on? Have you seen the movie Lagan? No, I haven't. You must. Oh man, you, you must. must. You must. You just must. Must. You must. All right, good. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Good. Good. Um, good. Yeah. So anyway, Afghanistan leveled the series with that win. Um, but what I was going to get to is I think the most important, biggest update that has happened in the last uh, week or so is that we finally have an answer to our pitch debate because the, because the pitch from the second <laughs> second and third test match, that's the, Chennai, that's the second Chennai test and the pink ball test of the India-England series, both of those pitches got rated average. So we now, have, we now know whether those were good or bad pitches. The answer is neither. Wow. <laughs> Slow claps, everybody. Slow claps. Also, last but not least, um, England have gone 2-1 up in the T20I series today against India. Um, it's funny, it's the third game in a row where the team chasing has won. Um, yeah. And uh, there was a lot of talk about red soil today. Um, Bumble on air decided that he is going to take all the red soil and put it in his flat, in his house in Manchester. I don't know what he's going to do with it, but it's there. Um, but uh, Mark Wood three wickets. He's going um, to train some England batsmen to how to on how to play spin. That's that's probably the plan. Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. Anyway, um, uh, either way, England go go two one up. Uh, Josh Butler and Mark Wood, the stars of the day. 
for india big concern i mean other than kohli's master class on how to play a high quality fast bowling um kl rahul has now scored one run in three innings and um, that's going to be the big talking point when we eventually do get to the next game um yeah so that's the situation in the india england test series uh, in the t20 i series we will cover that um on the next episode in depth with everything that goes on so watch out for that and that pretty much concludes our roundup for today unless you guys have anything else to add i mean we could start talking about india england and then we'd probably never stop so uh, in, yeah in, so i'm not unless, even going there i'm not yeah, even going yeah, there so the only thing i will bring up is the fact that dinesh kartik yes the famous dk is actually commentating for sky on air he's brilliant he has today said that virat kohli started off like a corolla and ended up like a ferrari <laughs> but i've seen some clips obviously i don't get the sky feed in in, in the us but i get the indian feed on hotstar but i've seen some clips of his like mid innings and post match analysis of, from the studio or i mean like the studio show that they do where he's dialed in he's actually pretty good he's no he's, no he, he's not bad he's a hell of a lot of uh, He's a he's a very good pundit. I don't think you should ever try and become an Indian cricketer again. I think those days are over. Do you think uh, do you do you think India need a finisher again? I feel like we've been missing one in T20s. No comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> On that. No anyways, anyways, more anyways, focus. Speaking of later. speaking of finishers and the reason. Uh, Ian is on. Um, so West Indies pulled off a three-zero series win against uh, Sri Lanka in the ODIs, which is what Ian predicted. Um, uh, we'll just remind everyone that he predicted three-nil. I predicted a West Indies series win, but not three-nil. And and Sid Stradamus predicted a Sri Lanka win. Sid Stradamus is totally wrong. <laughs> Sid Stradamus, sorry, <laughs> but, not even close. <laughs> but. The last two games were tight. Uh, you know, Sri Lanka bowled well in the, to, to restrict the chase for a while, and then West Indies always did find a good finisher, whether it was Pollard or Puran or um, you know, Darren Bravo had a had a good innings in the last game. They but they always found a way to get over the line. It was and it was good to see the the batting performances there. So three games, yeah. three chases, three wins. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna say the same thing. Just like how the Eng- India England series is going, side chasing, uh, chasing has been victorious in all of them, and it's the same thing happened for the uh, West Indies series. Yeah, I think the difference there is that I think as with India, especially the 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 issue has been more that the pitches have gotten better to bat as the game has gone on, so it's easier to bat second. Whereas I think in this case, West Indies are just Sri Lanka don't have a very explosive batting lineup. Uh, they yeah. they have a few Hasaranga. I did not realize when we were talking about him in the T20 series how good of an all rounder he is. We were only yeah. talking about how dangerous really spinner good, he can yeah. be. But yeah, so he's accelerated, but they've just not put up big enough totals. And when then then you have a batting lineup like West Indies, it's it's I, always gonna. I be just a want to, to bring one thing to note. Um, if you guys have actually tried following the scores on Crickinfo, it gets very confusing because Hasaranga's name on Crickinfo is P U W H De Silva. <laughs> Arey, but this is every Sri Lankan man. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I told him over the chat. I'm, I, I wasn't surprised one bit. Like that, that's, that's. I, I know, common, but it, you know, it takes a. It took me a while to figure it out. I'm trying to see why. Has... It was like, how, how could they not play Hasaranga? I was like, yes, he's playing. He's actually bowling right now. And then <laughs> check it out. Anyway, um, but yeah, um, I 
coming to the series, my uh, it, it was a really, really, really good one for the West Indies. Uh, coming off of the two-one victory in the T20s, um, we were able to. The batting was a huge question mark, but I did mention, and I do believe in uh, Shai Hope, um, Darren Bravo. I think stood up quite nicely. And in all of the games, we we bowled quite decent, restricted them to average or slightly below par uh, for us in totals. And then the 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 batting was just really really good. In the first two ODIs, solid starts from Evan Lewis and Shai Hope. Well, I have to give a special shout out to his his innings in all three tests were very very three ODIs sorry were very 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 good, and um, yeah I think. He anchored the innings for most parts, and the other guys batted on him and and three zero. That was really good for us. You know, for somebody yeah. who's supposed to be gloating, he's rather muted today. He was gloating more <laughs> the other day. <laughs> it's like so calm and composed, like he's trying to present West Indies as his all-conquering side. Uh, we will be. Don't worry, we will be. We on the road to that. Don't worry. Now, You're trying very we hard. Started, we, started, we, started, we, started, we started with a trophy in uh in October, November, when it um the World T20, and then 2023 we can do well in the World Cup uh 50 overs also. Don't worry. By my calculation, you need four special players for that World Cup time. Anyway, um we'll get into that. 2023, right? So Chris Gale will be how old then? Oh, Chris, no, no, one sec. He's not part of the setup right now. I mean, in the ODIs, we carry in the weight without him. But but are you sure that at 43 or 44, when he when he decides, you know what, I want one last shot at glory, Indies will say no to him? Yeah, I think if he out of form, they will, definitely. Also, yeah, ju- just to answer your question as to how old he is, same age as Shahid Afridi. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Shahid Afridi has still been uh, making that, providing us some highlights in the in the PSL, which uh, it, it, we didn't really get to it in the roundup because I don't think any of us really cares about the PSL. We uh, did so miss. We, we unfortunately have missed one very important thing from the roundup. The, uh, what is that? Before we go back to the West Indies, the inclusion of Shahjil Khan. Uh, no, I, I didn't give that in. I didn't give that in roundup because I thought he wanted to get to it later. But okay. No, no, I didn't want uh, to get to it later. I wanted to get to it anyway. <laughs> But we can discuss it later. We'll discuss it at the end. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get, yeah. We will finally get to it later. Yeah, we will finally get to it later. <laughs> Back to the um, West Indies. Yeah, man. But yeah, just I think I th- I think as much as West Indies did really well in that uh, series, I think I still think there are a few um, categories where where we we're lacking. We need we need a, another uh, fit, fast bowler. I think to go with Alzari Joseph. And I think um, the spinning department also needs possibly another player in there. Should so, Fidel Edwards come back? Well, you know my thoughts on it. I, I, I don't, I don't, I won't rule out. <laughs> I mean, he's fast, he's furious, and he bowls wide. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a West Indian fast bowler. No, Aditya, what's your thoughts on Fidel? Fidel. <laughs> Listen, the uh, fiddle ever, Edwards, laugh, I don't think I want to hear after the laugh. <laughs> the fiddle Edwards of uh, you know ten years ago, I actually used to really like him as a bowler. Mm-hmm. The fiddle Edwards of now, I cannot see him being a long term or even really a short term solution when it comes to uh, West Indies like bowling plans. Uh, 
My other question I have for you though is: Do you think Jason Holder is good enough? It should be it should be in the ODI side as a bowler, because I and I, I know he technically comes in as an all rounder, but he bats so low that it it very rarely happens that you're relying on him as a batsman. So the, so it's just analyzing him as a bowler, and he's been a little I, up and I, down I this it. series. I have to disagree with you on that one because of how inconsistent the West Indian batting is. Um, Jason Holder comes in and plays a crucial role with the bat, whether it's as a finisher or whether it's the anchor the uh, end of a chase. Um, so I think he falls in that category of all-rounder, definitely. Does he make it purely as a fast bowler? No. And that's why I mentioned earlier that when it comes to out and out fast bowler for when we go to we got away with it uh, this series against Sri Lanka at home that pitch we got away with Paul Arb bowling five Jason Mohammed bowling ten overs taking the most wickets in the series not taking too much away from him but I don't think that those guys will be that you know potent against the other top country against India England Australia and in other conditions Right, so looking at the the whole picture, when we travel and we need, I think I think we're lacking a fast bowler, um, and we lacking a another spinner as I mentioned. Jason Holder, Pollard, they fit the nice category of all rounders or batsmen in there. They're finding their feet. I'm happy with a batsman. Happy with the all rounders. Not happy with the. Uh, I think we we yeah again as I mentioned the spinner and the pacers. We need a few more personnel in there. I just, just, yeah, I mean, the point I had about Holder, and I take your point actually, because he, this series he's been batting at seven, I think, and I think uh, it's a credit to the to the West Indies top order that he wasn't really required to play any substantial innings at seven, which is why you analyze yeah. him this series but, more as a bowler. But fair yeah, enough, but like, when yeah. but when but when he was needed, the few times he was needed at the end, when we weren't completely over the line, and this it was in the T Twenty matches also. He's very, very, very important um, as a player for the West, and he's in ODIs and T20s, in my opinion. Fair enough. Um, uh, just on the Jason Holder point, I just want to say that I've I've been one of his biggest fans for a while, and um, I, I, okay, his bowling may not have maybe developed in the way that I thought it would. He's still a fabulous bowler, um, and you're right; he's not an out and out quick, but he does. Yeah. And as Ian said, he's a very important guy. To have in the middle order, and, and I think the thing with with having Jason Holder there is it not only gives you sort of a buffer, but it gives you a bit of flexibility to play another spinner or play another fast bowler, a proper fast bowler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it is true that West Indies also play a lot of players in the lineup who can, who may not all be either a frontline frontline batsman or a frontline bowler, but can do both and which gives you a lot of bowling options so you're probably not relying on holder to bowl 10 overs every single game okay how do you explain jason mohammed then because he's come in ostensibly as a batsman and he ends up taking a lot of wickets and to be fair to him i i mean i've not been his biggest fan i i just think that he's not a good enough batsman to justify being there especially when you have other he, options he bowled well in the series though Exactly, but he's batting at number three. Is he batting at number three? Batting at number three in the last game, definitely. Yeah, he's speaking about Jason Mohammed, no, right? Yeah, Jason Mohammed. Okay, he did. So he yeah. did. But I think that was more a tactical call of uh, of just sending him up as a pinch hitter. Right? It was not 
he's not penciled in as a number three batsman otherwise. But I don't think he is a pinch hitter. I think he's more of a sort of no, technically correct I, batsman. I think you got that one a bit wrong. He's definitely... No, I don't have him. I don't think he's a pinch hitter. When I say pinch hitter, I mean he was played at three as, as like he was moved up the order. He probably is. What I mean to say is he's, he's not the... And he's not West Indies number three batsman. He he well, can be I, yeah. Is that all I'm To be honest, in the top six, for me, I think he's the he's the weakest link when it comes to the top six and the batting. I don't have his bowling down to be that potent against stronger teams and in other conditions. And his batting, I think there are a few other players in circuit in and around the uh, setup that you know could possibly take a spot and. Again, off the bat, I would hope and um, think that Shimar Hetmaier should take take his spot at one 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 time. I, I just mean, think you... he's too talented. He's too talented too in talented. terms of batting spin, batting pace, and having that nice mixture of aggression. And you know, gets a, gets a bit ahead of himself sometimes. But hopefully, this will drop in. Um, hopefully, this will drop from the squad and everything from all three formats. You know, does something good for him, and he comes back stronger. He he got dropped for fitness reasons, right? Not not for like, former T20s and only for the T20s and ODIs. But for the Test match, he was actually he actually passed the test apparently, but he just didn't make the team. Right. Um. Hmm. Oh, a couple of questions. Um. One. Okay. So if Jason Mohammed doesn't play, Hetmyer obviously walks in. Two. Does this squad have a place for Rostin Chase? As an ODI player, not as a test match player. Possibly does, yeah. I do believe he's a very good batsman. And if I would I would actually play him above Jason Mohammed. So I would I would keep the openers, Evan Lewis, Shai Hope. I put Darren Bravo at four, at three, sorry. Um find a spot there, Shimron at four, and then Ross and Chase at five. So I think Ross and Chase definitely has a a spot in the uh, one-day team. Uh, we spoke a bit about uh, after the last podcast, actually, of how West Indies were just completely unable to play uh, Hasaranga. And they then have gone out and proved us completely wrong. And just, you know, shows you how much we know about cricket. Can you... Yeah. I, just, I, have, I have one request for you there. Can you please just change the word we to I? In the no, entire... I can't. Because you're also this. <laughs> you're included in this. No, I, again, a small, small. It, it's very important. The 11 players that you put on the field, it's very important who you choose. And the two, the two changes up front, just having Darren Bravo there and Shai Hope made, made a huge difference in the 11. Mm. In terms of just playing those spinners, in terms of just anchoring the innings, rotating strike, especially Shai Hope for that point. But um, personnel, personnel, those guys are those guys are very good. I can't reiterate how much Shai Hope is doing well, um, how amazing his career is thus far in terms of ODIs. Averages are on yeah, 54, 54. He's in been a really matches. good ODI batsman. Yeah. So one of the best ODI batsmen yeah. in the world at the moment. Yeah, definitely, yep. definitely. I believe he has a, he has like nineteen fifties and 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 ten hundreds in in eighty eighty matches, seventy eight seventy nine matches. You know, he's really really good. He's he's taken to that um that open up position opening position nice nicely. I forgot one name in the in the four before Austin Chase. So 
you'd had the iron brown. The same order will be had, but instead of Jason Mohammed, I I I gonna have um uh Ross and Chase in there because Nicholas Puran is there. He he he's you know speaks to himself. But it's just it's amazing actually. So the West Indies for for me um in terms of ODI cricket, I'm missing maybe two or three things. Evan Lewis has to be a bit more consistent as an opener, and then I would say okay that spot sort of. Those two spots are then nailed in. Um, adding Hetmeyer would be one of the biggest things because I just think he's such a talent. It's unbelievable that he can't get more game time. I don't know what he's doing, but you know it, it doesn't seem to be working. Um, but if you look through that batting lineup, you look at people like um, you look beyond Dan Bravo. Dan Bravo is another thing that we'll come to in a second. Um, but you look at Puran, you look at um, Kyron Pollard, and you look at Jason Holder. Those three in the middle, like the lower bit of the middle order, are really, really dangerous. They are dangerous, yeah. dangerous players. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like like I said, I think the team that we have, the batting and the all-rounders, definitely pick themselves. It's a power power top seven, top eight. Um, in terms of the spinners, it's not to say that I don't rate any of them. This guy Akil Hussein has been doing quite well. Um, we have Carrie Pierre in there. He's quite good also. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, you, 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 you would you possibly think there's someone else in and around that spinning, spinning um, department. And for the Pacers, I, I was happy how Alzari carried it himself. Mm-hmm. I just think he needs a bit more refining. And I think it, it would be good if he has another, a nice proper fast bowler to, to guide him or even be, you know, and in hand with him. You go on a fast, bouncy track, a, flat, a green track. Azari, yeah, fine. But who is the other pacer that West Indies have? O'Shane you know, Thomas would in walk into this team, wouldn't he? Who's that? O'Shane. I, I mean, I, I, I think he's he's good also, but I, I, he hasn't been in and wrong it um, for a while. I don't know if it's fitness. You know, I... Thought we missed Sheldon Cottrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, are we? Yeah, they are, I was going to come to Cottrell as well. Is Sheldon Cottrell going to walk back in one seat because I, he he was another uh, one he who got one, dropped yeah, because, of, because of fitness issues, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think he he seems in quite nicely and bowls at a, a good pace, nice left hand variation, left hand bowler. I I de- left hand bowler. I definitely think um he he's part he should be part of the the squad going forward. Uh, Cottrell's got this awkward action as well. It's all arms all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You play him well and you use him up front. Steams in, goes quite yeah. quickly with your ball. He could be really lethal. Yeah, he's a little shaky as a as a death bowler, but he's he's good up yeah, front. Yeah, definitely. That's why I made the point. Use him up yeah. front a bit more. I think once a play, once a, the the team management and stuff see that, and they use him accordingly in the right situations. You bowl him with a new ball and, and you know, he'll give you a good set of overs up front. Real fiery pace bowling, nice bouncers, nice Yorker to bring it back. Yeah, Cottrell is definitely up there as a person to accompany uh, Alzari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's only sort of two spots in the batting order that are a bit dicey. One of them revolves around Darren Bravo. Now, Bravo, we remember from maybe 10 years ago, 
was one of the most outstanding batsmen that we'd seen. I mean, he would have been, yeah. he'd probably be in the and same company. he was company. being touted as the next Brian Lara. Exactly. Probably, yeah, which probably weighed him down a bit, but he was... Uh, no, but you look at it. I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if you look at the way Bravo would have, where Bravo would have been, had he carried on that sort of upward trajectory at that stage, he'd be in the same company as Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli, Steve Smith, Joe Root. Fifth guy is Darren Bravo. Yeah. He's not there. I remember, I remember me and you sitting on in the college stadium, Sid, and we used to look at the upcoming uh, players below the age of 23, 24, and get our 11. <clears throat> and the, those are the top five. Yeah, that's the top you know, five. Bravo is always top Always about. used to be there. Definitely part of it. Yeah, yeah. But here's my problem. Sadly, we fell off. And yeah. So here's my problem with him. Um, he's good, right? When he's good, he's really good. And uh, he, he looked a bit rusty in the last ODI, but the way he played that inning, I mean, he went through, carried his bat, made sure that yeah. they got over the line. You know, I think that was important. Um, it may have been a bit slow at times. He's got two problems. One, he'll come in, he'll make the runs, he'll look great, you know, this, that. And then he goes missing for two years. You know, that's one. Two, one problem I noticed in that innings is his inability to turn strike over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even when he's there, there's an issue. Now, do you get somebody to replace him? Does he stay in? Is he crucial? What happens if he hits a bad patch of form again? What are you going to do then? Again, in terms of the squad, I think batting, you have guys to come in and fill those spots. You have Hetma, you have Ross and Chase. You have, if you were to think about bringing Blackwood into the one day at some point, there are players to cover the batting. I think for now, Darren Bravo is definitely a pick. Uh, sure, for picking the 11. Um, you saw how he played in the last game. He anchored in straight through. And experience and a bit more mature now. And I should hope that's just, you know, upward for here, from here for him. Yeah, yeah so, you know, just, just to conclude, it was, it was a really good series. I like how the guys played. Um, they seemed like they gelled really, really nicely with each other. And, and I was happy with... Very, very happy with the series outcome. I think they bowl well. I really, really like how they how they plan the innings to to bat and to chase down those scores which Sri Lanka uh, put up. And yeah, just super excited for the test matches. Um, two one victory in the T Twenties, three zero victory in the ODIs, and we're just looking forward for the test matches now starting on Sunday with a new test captain. Fun times ahead, exciting times ahead. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Uh, so speaking of uh, speaking of the test captaincy change, that's the the, the so we had in, we had all these grand plans of doing a live uh, live YouTube video the day it got announced. So the, the day after it got announced, and then uh, uh, I think Ian was just a little too drunk to join us. <laughs> I, I, I I was now gonna say please don't say why it didn't happen. Basically, what happens is always, this is a standard problem with this podcast. One of the starters, for starters, it was a Friday night. Yeah, I can't blame him for being drunk on a Friday night. Who's blaming him? To be fair, also, no one is actually blaming you. No one's blaming him for anything. But just so you know, when stuff is supposed to happen live, invariably, one of us is hungover or drunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. Um, big test camp- captaincy change, obviously. Um, Craig Brathwaite been 
did I say that or did I was it no sorry it was Carlos Brathwaite no it was Craig Brathwaite no wait <laughs> this was this was a common theme when they just said Brathwaite everyone thought Carlos Brathwaite had been brought in as test captain and people started no losing their minds no way I, uh... <laughs> like like I said on our WhatsApp group Ian Bishop told me to remember the name so I remembered the name. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, my uh, reaction was genuinely, "What the fuck? How did from how did he come from not being in the test side to being <laughs> test captain?" And I was like, "Oh, not Carlos." <laughs> I think that was the common something. <laughs> right there, uh, um, right, right there, that would have been the end. That would have been the end. <laughs> we would have had a, that, that that one with that. This one maybe didn't deserve it. Carlos Brathwaite becoming test captain would have deserved a live show. No matter how drunk. <laughs> In fact, it would have been even better if Ian was drunk and showing up for that. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Craig Brathwaite has been named the permanent test captain after a very successful series in Bangladesh, obviously. Um, and Jason Oda has been replaced. He's now no longer captain in any of the formats after doing it for such a long time. Yeah. Interesting times, that's for sure. Um, I think they're basing it on the performance of Craig in the Bangladesh series that recently concluded. And he came away from there with a 2-0 uh, victory. I'm not sure. I think if um, Jason Holo was, if, if he didn't go, if he did go on tour um, to Bangladesh and, you know, he put up a good fight. I think I think he would have been retained as captain and this wouldn't have necessarily happened. To lose it in this manner, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. I would have possibly given him this home series against Sri Lanka um, just, just to see how he goes about it, just to see how things go. It's a two-match series against a similarly ranked test team. Um and I think, I, to be honest, in my honest opinion, is um, Jason Holder has done quite well with the test team, especially. I think he's brought the guys together because um, we were quite low when he took over the captaincy. And I think he's done a, he done a quite uh, quite a good job to bring them together. And, you know, we, we have won a few good series on him, won a few test matches away from home and so on. So I would have possibly given him this series against Sri Lanka as a maybe you know a final one just just to see how it goes and then from there if 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 it wasn't if he wasn't successful then think about moving on and choosing Craig at that point for the future series. Um I, I mentioned in the previous podcast when West Indies won against Bangladesh not completely certain about Craig the few times I had seen him before think he's a bit on the defensive side and that could, especially in test match cricket, that could just, you know, let everything off, even if you're in a, a winning position, that could you know not, not be a good thing and um, let's see how he goes, let's, let's, let's hope he continues, continues in good form. Uh, it's funny though, that's the same argument that has been leveled against Jason Holder. I, I was just going to say the same thing, but it's interesting yeah. you mentioned that I know defensive. that again. That's why, to be honest, 
that's why you you they, they have chosen Craig Buffett, yeah. But is he the right choice? You not so the question should be not necessarily should Jason Olaf lost the the captaincy at this point, but is Craig the best choice? Right. Um, I mean, he's the only. That, other. That's a, that's another one. Was Craig Buffett even the in, even the if I'm if I could ask you guys was he even the test vice captain before before this? No, he had lost the test the vice captaincy. To Ross and Chase, interesting, right? So Ross and Chase had um had 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 taken over for the the the, the vice captaincy, and um yeah, I I I I think I think I think that was mentioned by uh, Sir Kurt Ambrose on commentary, mm-hmm. and when he made that point, I found it quite you know, I found that quite significant. Yeah, well, that, I mean, leads us straight into the test series. Um, I think this is the one format where the West Indies are a significantly stronger team than Sri Lanka. I I mean, I think it, uh, coming out, out of the last two series uh, in the other formats, I think that's the point is that they're now significantly stronger across formats. Compared to Sri Lanka, also true. Uh, <laughs> but and of course the and then the and the one thing here is that you know, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka's batting is just going to do something crazy. Whether they they oh, might yeah. score four hundred, they might score four hundred in like ninety overs or something. They might be all out for ninety. <laughs> Both equal possibilities here. The other thing <laughs> you're going to get for certain is a is a nice spicy wicket. Yeah, and it should be, it should suit the West Indian fast bowlers a, yeah. a lot. Yeah, sadly for uh, Sri Lanka, they lost uh, Angelo Matthews, who returned back to Sri Lanka. I think that's a big blow for them. Um, he's not in the squad anymore, so I think that's a big hole that they they they're missing. I honestly think West Indies have it. Uh, yeah. Shannon back, Kimar Roach back. I think the lineup is good. Uh, the batting um, as well with um, with all the all the big guns back. Jason Holder's back as well in the test game. Um, yeah, Jason Holder back. But to be honest, is um, not having Hetmaya and not having Shamar Brooks. Those are two guys that I thought would have returned, um, but they're not. Not even in reserves. Interesting. Interesting that they went with both Nkrumah Bonner and Kyle Mears. Yeah, nah, I mean, not to be. They pretty much earned their spots after their uh, yeah. after their performances in in Bangladesh. Well, so. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, not 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 surprised about that at all. I think both of them did very good to definitely continue. Yeah, earning, uh, you know, staying yeah. in the squad. So I mean, there's no argument here. I think the West Indies are just a better test team than Sri Lanka in general. Um, and predictions, I'm going two 0 West Indies. I'm also going two 0 West Indies. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to to know us in these. I hope you guys didn't jinx. I hope you guys don't jinx us now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Sri Lanka. They're going to give you ten wickets in one inning. Oh gosh! Now look at did Shadi Bal go and throw on two hundred? Dequella. They really don't have that many great batsmen. I mean, that's their problem. Um Pereira is only known for that one inning. Dinesh Chandimal is the only one of any real quality. And then you have Dikwala, who's a bit hit or miss. And he's somehow... I, I would say, I would say Karuna Ratne is also a pretty good batsman. Oh yeah, and Karuna. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was good. Yeah. I think Rakim Cornwall can rip through them. Rakim Cornwall and uh, 
Shannon Gabriel. Yeah, I think it'll be the I think it'll be the seamers. I think Gabriel and and Azari Joseph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, what, what, what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about the change in captaincy? I honestly, I, I think, I, I think there's been a lot of talk about Jason Holder as being a little too defensive, and I mean, obviously, it's hard to judge him purely by record because, you know, West Indies quite often, and I, I genuinely don't mean to say this as a slight, even though it came off as a really funny one last time around, but gen- quite often, you know, when West Indies come against teams like England or India or Australia or New Zealand, they are going to be going into those series as the underdogs as the weaker side because they they just generally are in test matches in limited overs obviously it's a much more even playing field but so so i think in that sense holder maybe is defensive by default because unless he's got you know england at home in which case they just then you know you can attack us <laughs> for whatever reason for, for whatever reason england just cannot play in these they will either fuck it up through some stupid comments in, in by someone in the media or they just don't play well and you know West Indies genuinely do have a good fast bowling attack um but yeah I think because of that he's kind of defaulted to being defensive and that's kind of gone against him I mean obviously then you know his record reads is like I think he has uh if I remember correctly, like 25 11 wins and like 22 or 23 losses plus a few and a handful of draws so like it, as captaincy records go, it's not particularly inspiring. But then he's been very good as a motivator of of players. Of uh, like his, I think his teammates have enjoyed having him as as a leader and and having his backing. But so it's one of those things where he's maybe a good man manager, uh, but maybe not that great tactically. And and the and so you have to kind of balance one or the other. I think uh, seeing the the Bangladesh series. Prathwaite was also a little bit defensive, but also he was playing with West Indies, like the, the second string side of West Indies. And I yeah. think, and even then, there were times where he was probably a lot more proactive than Holder would have been, whether it was bringing himself on the bowl, whether it was, you know, getting the right, like setting in outfields, which is now, I think, fairly common for, for um, most spinners. But I think it, 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 West Indies have been a little bit late to that, to that party, but he did that. Yeah, so I think he just made the right moves at times, even if they were pretty obvious moves to make. Um, and and look, they've come away with uh, a two nil series win. I do think he should send as he should literally from from to the end of his days as a cricketer, he should be buying Kyle Myers's drinks. Kyle Myers should not pay for a drink ever because he's pretty much won Brathwaite the captaincy. Yeah, because of that bloody mayor, the miracle, <laughs> the mayor. <miracle. laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean to be quite honest, right? I don't think it's going to make much of a difference because the, the way the West Indies are going to have to end up playing their test cricket if they're not playing a weaker opposition like maybe Sri Lanka or uh, Bangladesh, um, you're going to be on the defensive most times against India, Australia, New Zealand, teams like that. Um, so I, I don't really think it's going to make much of a difference. But we hopefully we get to see a more attacking side. I think that's the only thing you can hope for. I don't, I don't really, I'm not pinning my hopes on it though. You so we are defensive at this stage because of obvious reasons, right? Because yeah. of lack of everything at that point. But I mean, I would like to think we definitely have risen to some extent, and you know, we continue in the batsman, the batsman, um, pulling, pulling it together a bit more. The bowling is the bowling. I think mm-hmm. we should, I, I mean, I should hope that we start giving the bigger teams, you know, more competition and. Not just that defensive, the, the whole defensive talk, as you just mentioned. No, I mean, if West Indies decide that every team is England and they've said something against them, no, then it'll be fun. 
otherwise yeah. god knows what happens with the rest of them spicy pitch leaf roach i mean i th- i don't think roach is in uh, is uh, no roach is in the side but i think he's might he's a minor fitness out i think but spicy pitches unleash Ga- gabriel and roach and azari joseph i guess will probably get in as yeah. a as a third seamer and and jason hole in test matches i mean unbelievable all is, absolutely all is fantastic as well. I, and i think he would probably as far as fast bowling all rounders go i think he has a claim i honestly i think he's the best fast bowling all rounder in test cricket today yeah yeah i, I would think so I, as a yeah. as a bowling all rounder yes yeah um the only comparison i think overall you probably say you probably say someone like jadeja i think ben stokes has a reputation but he will he, he kind of just has flash in the pan yeah performances yeah, yeah. rather he, than putting it together consistently he's at, a, at he's least a, He's a bit like Stuart Broad in the sense that he's a man of great performances as opposed to consistently. Yeah, you know. But Jason Holder's been fantastic. Yeah, as as yeah, he's Jason definitely Ola, been yeah. a great bowler. He, he, I think as a bowler alone, he's been one of the best. Oh yeah, definitely. In as the last in the last three four years, and then he he's just figured out a way to come. He, he's a great. He's a really good and really reliable lower order Test batsman. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see like like I mentioned from the beginning for the entire series all three formats. I think the teams are relatively evenly matched. Um they're ranking around the same level however in at the bottom middle bottom of the table. Um and I think it would it makes a very 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 competitive series. We saw it in the the T20s. The one days were fun and the test matches I don't think will be anything short of you know anything short of like just exciting cricket i think um excited to see the likes of josh for the silver for west indies excited to see how craig craig goes about captaincy excited to see how you know jason after a long time as the the, the test captain see how he plays just as you know a normal role um yeah very very exciting times like i mentioned before for for west indies cricket in general um Super excited for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Should be great. I think before we end this segment, I have just one really quick request. Ian, can you please sing Rally Around the West Indies again? <laughs> Rally! Rally Around the West Indies! <laughs> no one forever! <laughs> That's all you get today. If you had called me on Friday night... <laughs> <laughs> you would have got a whole you would have gotten the whole thing <laughs> you do realize that this is used as the music at the end of the pod right if if you call me up right if, if you call me up right night you would have got a steel pan and everything all the instruments all the instrumentals you would have got no worries. oh my god I think honestly, we we should probably just record a version of that, and that can be our theme song. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Rally around the No Balls podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Moving on. All right. So predictions, right? Two zero West Indies. Two zero. All of we us all said two zero. All of us have said two zero. Yeah, it's pretty standard. Up. I mean, it's. I don't see Sri Lanka come. I don't. I mean, they might compete, but I don't see them winning. And just throwing it back very quickly to the other series. Now we England at two one. Where are you going with? How is it going to finish? Whoever chases. Yeah, I'm sticking to my England three two prediction. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm literally saying the next two depend on the toss. Whoever chases wins. 
<laughs> All right. I Actually, think- I have a question. To- okay, so since both of you are medical professionals, please explain to me how we had. Oh, oh, what what's the capacity of that stadium? One hundred thirty thousand, I think, right? Mm-hmm. How we decided that one hundred thirty. 130- 130,000, 50% capacity during a pandemic is great. That's still 65,000 people. And then suddenly two, te- two, T20, sorry, two tests and three, two three T20s in, we've suddenly decided, oh, no, we need to stop having people in at all. See, this, Dude, we're, that, that's why we didn't make the decision. Exactly. If we made the decisions, that would have <laughs> never happened. I, I agree. I agree. Also, this is what happens. When you name uh, a stadium after the sitting prime minister, I'm now going to say this is where Sid makes his one political comment first segment, and we <laughs> that makes us possibly get kicked off a year, right? So no, no, let Sid go back, go into that. Also, because we are not making the decisions, and the medical professionals didn't make those decisions, the government did. Exactly, that's why. That's why. It's that's that all I'm going to say. All right, so mm-hmm. I have one last thing to add, just just to refresh the memory, you know you guys and for viewers or listeners five years ago on this day you know throwback tuesdays um today's tuesday right yeah throwback tuesday just just famous west indian versus india match semi-final 1kd t20 semi-final victorious huh we really guys remember that we really flashback we really no, need to get him on. Yeah. We really need to get him on. When Rally. The losing. <laughs> Rally around the West Indies. <laughs> no, yeah. Five years ago today, West Indies um, on route to, of course, winning that year's World T20 Challenge. It wasn't five years ago. It, it, it was five it years was ago. This it was five it, years ago. It was five years ago. I just don't think it was five years ago today. Yeah, yeah. March 16th. 2020, yeah. March 16, uh, yeah. March 16, 2016. I'm looking this up. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm fact-checking you guys. Wait. <laughs> wow. And this is where we have to advise our viewers, please fact-check everything you hear on this podcast. <laughs> March 31st. March 31st was the correct answer. Man, it's 21st somewhere. Some, yeah, the, yeah, general. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're two weeks off. They didn't have to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. Now suffer the consequences. With that being said, I think, well, that, well, I blame Facebook memories for that. When I sent you guys the photo. Yeah, you must have just been at a different West Indies match. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm certain it was that one. I was there with him. <laughs> no, what is the photo? Check the photo that I sent. With, I did see the photo the that you sent, yes. It does so what's the date? Just... What's the date on it? Um, check that happen. for me, please. Just check the date. The date on the photo is March. March sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, can't really argue with that. The curious case of when West Indies beat India <laughs> for more reasons than one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on, um, we're going to leave the West Indies and all their sunshine and, and roses behind at this moment. We are going to talk hang about... On, hang on, wait. I, ha- I have the answer to your question. Ian, your own caption on this picture that you said has said, this is the start so, of the World Cup for the West Indies. You've literally written, written lovely start for the West Indies at the World Cup. So clearly it's not the same match. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. Around this time, <laughs> all right? Around, around this time. <laughs> 
You were at the West Indies tournament opener and you've confused it with this game. It's okay. You can you on March 31st you can send us a different picture and omit it anyway. It's basically on the podcast that day after the test series when he comes on again, no? He's going to like nicely guess out it enough. Anyway. Um moving on. Moving on because we spent far too much time getting confused by Ian. Um <laughs> Let's move on to something a bit more somber and serious. Shahid Khan has been picked um in the Pakistan T20 squad. Now, significant for for one main reason. Uh actually two reasons. One because he weighs 112 kilograms and apparently is fitter than Yasir Shah and two because and this is the serious one obviously known convicted match fixer from the PSL. We've been down this road before. Where do you guys stand on the issue of guys that have been convicted? Forget PSL or whichever league that they were convicted in. Surely there's got to be a point where you say you've match you you've been a fixer you don't appreciate the game you're not going to be eligible for selection. I mean I I think we've we probably discussed this at some point in time during our first go round with the podcast I I'm pretty sure I remember having a, a a long discussion about match fixing and I, yeah we were on the um on the same page there I think if you've been convicted on no I mean look we said this mom and amar came back and i think it wasn't as controversial as it was this time around uh, we all figured at that time around we you know amar was like 17 or 16 or whatever when he got first got convicted so it wasn't a big deal for him to come back but yeah i mean i agree with you completely i feel like it's um, it, i think it's just a question of where the issue is was he actually doing any spot fixing or he was convicted i believe only of uh, uh, of not reporting approaches right rather than of uh, of actually you know changing the result or not changing the result but like doing anything deliberately that would aid in in the actual fixing so i think that's it. No, then I, it comes the question of where you draw the line if 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 memory serves me correctly and i'm just going to fact check this shahil khan was actually convicted of trying to fix a game not not just uh not um not reporting an approach I uh, yeah we 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 may have to check this one up. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. Um you know, we just just want to make sure that this is what it is. <laughs> I like how you guys give your own fact checks, you know, <laughs> so just for fans, you know, our viewers to be fully informed. He was convicted of spot fixing, just so you know. Okay there yeah, we go. He was convicted. He was convicted. Both of he should yeah. be banned. Yeah, that's the thing. Um I, it's I mean it's obviously a recurring problem and I had to justify it on Twitter by saying that if Srishant ever got backed into the Indian side firstly that would be <laughs> very funny for a whole other reason, set of reasons. Yeah, it would it would be hilarious. Um but, but we uh, we would have the same opinion. But we'd we would have the same it. opinion is what I'm saying. And this is why I felt that um you could forgive Mohammad Amir but whether you forgive um Mohammad Asif Salman Bhatt yeah or you know people like that um I mean, I mean the Shahid Khan is a, a much older at this stage he was what uh, this this happened when 2017 2016 so it's been five it's, so it's he, served his five year ban and it's it's immediately correct. after so the five year ban that he's back 
Yeah, but point being, he he himself was like 25, 26 years old when this happened. And of course, this this happening after the spot fixing scandal, the scandal of 2010. Yeah. So it's like you, so it's you, there's enough previous there where you just like, you can't argue, uh, you know, being too young, being led astray, not knowing what's happening, et cetera. Like th- those things just don't come into the picture because, if, you know, at, at that point in time, you just, you know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, agreed. Um but I'm surely, yeah, I don't know. I think I've had this discussion with Ian a lot over the years, um, particularly in relation to Marlon Samuels, who was also convicted of match fixing. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you're, you feel cheated by the authorities in a way, don't you? This guy doesn't respect the game at all. And why is he still playing international cricket? He doesn't respect it. The point is, I, I think what I would say, if he's a, if you're letting him play cricket at all, then why stop? Then why stop at the PSL? No, I mean, look, if he served his ban, I don't mind him getting back into the PSL. But playing international cricket, I, I think there should be a ban on on. I, I think that should be it, where you're not allowed to play international cricket. You can still earn a living, but you won't be able to become that level of player. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean. The fact that you did that, you got caught in that sort of stuff. Don't respect the game, you know, for whatever reasons. Like, Mohamed Amir was unfortunate, but for those other guys who knew what was going on and what they did, it definitely deserved life bans from the, from the game. Especially from the international circuit. But yeah. if you want to play domestic stuff, your club cricket and that sort of stuff, I could care less. But for the international game, I, I personally not too interested in seeing them play. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a, a whole turn off to be honest. To find yeah. your conviction and also sort of stuff, definitely a turn off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's our take on the whole match fixing issue. Now he may not pass the fitness test to get into the side. So you no, know. no, he's passed the fitness test. He's already in the team. No, no, in the sense, like, what, once finally for selection and whatnot on the days. On the day, okay. <laughs> I, I, know, I know he's in the squad, but yeah. Yeah. Misbah right. Haq apparently is very upset that he's he's been selected because of his fitness, not because of the uh, of the yeah, squad fixing. Do status in Inzimam, anybody would be uh, upset. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, do we have an award? We have a few awards this week, actually. But do we have a no balls award? We had you wanted to give one to uh, is it, are you giving it to Johnny Besto or to Ian Chappell? Who, no, no, I'm giving who, it to Ian Chappell. Johnny Besto, okay. award <laughs> I mean, line uske baare mein, to... ah, line uske mein, he didn't come up with the line, na. <laughs> <laughs> he provided the the, ah, he, the impetus for the line. <laughs> you don't get an award for being the butt of the joke unless you're bowling no balls on the show. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we we got awards for being the butt of the joke. Pretty much. Do we have a Nobles Award winner this week? I don't. I don't think there's really been anything else. As such. Yeah, they, they, some guy more been... won again, but yeah, but I can't remember. Yeah, but nothing. Uh, nothing significant has happened. There was a there was a Noble in the, in one of the T20s also for, from England, but yeah, like nothing major happened there. So. I mean, Jasprit Bumrah was off getting married, so even he couldn't bowl Nobles this week. It's upsetting. <laughs> um. Congratulations to him and his newly wedded bride. Um, anyway, uh, two awards to give out this week. One, I have to read out this quote 
because it is just complete complete genius from Ian Chappell. I mean, there is no way somebody else could have come up with it. This has to be one of the funniest things I have read in a long, long, long time. <laughs> and now for some reason, I can't find it. I found it here. Hang on. So, <laughs> here we are. So, you, you found it? You're reading yes, it? Yes, I, I found it. Do you want me to read it? Or do you want to go ahead? Go for, go for it. Go for it? Okay. Go for it, sir. It's about Johnny Besto and um, his exploits in the subcontinent and England's completely ridiculous rotation policy, right? So, he goes... After acclimatizing in Sri Lanka with a reasonably successful series, Besto was sent home to rest where he endured the rain and snow for a month. He was then expected to reappear in the heat of India and be a saviour at number three. Is it any wonder he finished the series with more ducks than an English aristocrat in hunting season? (laughs) (laughs) It it is a line of genius. Oh, Ian my. Chappell for the win, dude. <laughs> Ian Chappell wins our first quote, quotable quote award for the week. But unfortunately, he was given strong competition by none other than Dinesh Karthik himself. Who today... <laughs> um, when You've mentioned me, it already, but yes. We have mentioned it already. I have mentioned it already. But he said about Virat Kohli's uh, innings in the third T20. He starts like a Corolla and finishes like a Ferrari. Just. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that, was, that was epic. <laughs> just because it's Dinesh Karthik, I'm not giving him an award for that. Ian Chappell's the only winner this week. <laughs> um, but wow, uh, it's been a very non-eventful week for no balls, but eventful yeah. on the on the uh, quotable quotes um, segment. And <laughs> long live Dinesh Karthik, the pundit. <laughs> Especially um, as that means the end of Dinesh Karthik, the international cricketer. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, and Since on, disappointed. No, I'm disappointed. I, I, I'm disappointed because it's the end of the show, more than anything. Ian, Ian, we have to figure. We have to like get, get all your friends together, and I, I'll be part of this conversation. We need to figure out a way so that when we do our fantasy draft, Dinesh Karthik ends up on SP's team. Like it has to be done. <laughs> You do realize I have to pick him. I will not. Yeah, so we we will contrive it somehow. Even if I have the choice between Dinesh Karthik and Jaydev Unadkat, I will pick Unadkat. No, you got you got you got tempt Sid. You know, like Sid, take Dinesh Karthik. I'll give you a bottle of rum or something. You know. There you go. He knows me better. Take him. It is. It actually is that easy. It really is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not difficult. I mean, you this, see, yeah, there you go. There, there you no go. Idea. No so idea. <laughs> no idea how to deal with it. I'll... Chalo, fine. I'll buy you a beer. Bye. Chote mote cheese nahi hota yaar. Has okay, to be. Like I'll, buy a... You, I'll buy you a six pack. <laughs> nah, no, so I was sold on the ram. I'm not sold on the six pack. <laughs> Mona Lisa pricey. Mona Lisa pricey. <laughs> 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 Mona Lisa act is so pricey. <laughs> Six pack of beer just doesn't cut it. Bottle of Eldorado, very happy with All right. Um, on that very happy note, it is time to end. If you are watching us on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe, and 
Aber Don't also forget to say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant to say hit the ghanta button, the bell button, the bell icon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, really cheese. Say cheese. <laughs> and please, uh, because apparently, remember. apparently we are taking photos. We have FBI powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, if you're listening, please, please uh, give us a whirl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts. I'm missing one, I'm sure. Um, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Anchor, and Apple, Apple Podcasts. Yes. Also, please, for the love of God, we have no comments. We come up with enough rubbish throughout these shows. It would be nice to hear some feedback, however yeah. you want to trash us. We, yeah. 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 Even if you're just trashing us, we'd love it. Yeah, we'd absolutely <laughs> love it. Uh, <laughs> Trash, trash said as much as you want. <laughs> Go for it, guys. Come on. <laughs> who, who, who's, who's this trashy West Indian that we bring on the show? Why, why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, it's time to end. Have a good evening. Thank you for watching. Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs>